Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. All right, welcome into 365 Sports, or welcome back. And it's time for Off the Radar on Tuesdays and Thursdays at around 4.45. Just take a look down at uh, various stories, a grab bag of sorts, and just all depends, uh, you know, what we talk about and what's going on in the wider world of sports. And we'll still sprinkle in some college football, but also an opportunity to kind of throw some other things in here as well. But let's start off with some college football. You just sent this to me um, uh, from J.J. Perez, who covers UTSA. Uh, he put out a contract or showed a contract between Tennessee and UTSA uh, that shows the Roadrunners will receive $1.6 million for their game in Knoxville coming up on Saturday, uh, which is the largest guarantee payment in program history for the UTSA Roadrunners. So um, you just sent that over. That's that's cool. Um, good that's for them. And that's a lot of money for a, an athletic department that's you know young and burgeoning and uh, certainly, I would imagine a close to $2 million payday is going to come right in handy for uh, Jeff Trailer and company. I think the Texas payment for Wyoming is just a one game, a walk-off. They play in Austin. Was it one point, like, three to five or eight million? So that they get to go play in front of 100,000 people who are a little ornery right now. And I got a feeling Jeff Trailer's team is kind of like right now kind of a little wobbly. Lost the game to Army. Lost that tight game to Houston. Frank Harris is out. They will come out and scratch and claw their people's eyes out. May not be nearly enough, but that will be interesting to watch. Yeah, it's unfortunate, though, the, the situation at UTSA. And, Paul, I know you want to comment as well. But uh, the first comment I saw was, can they use that to pay Will Stein, who, of course, is their OC that's gone, who went mm. to, uh, Oregon. to Oregon. Yeah. And, uh, you know, since then, there's been a little bit of a, a downward trend as far as the, the offense goes there in San Antonio. So it was just funny. That was the very first comment was like, can we use that to pay Will Stein? Unfortunately, no, at least not right now. Um, but obviously, Frank Harris has been banged up. They lost some players in the transfer portal, no matter how much Jeff Trailer is able to fend that off. And yeah, it hasn't been um, as as glossy and rosy as you might have thought, you know, at this stage. But that's also the type of program where you can't just it's not going to be 10 wins every single year, you know, especially when you're playing the Tennessees and the non-con and whatnot. So they, they have dipped a little bit. Um, but uh, got a nice payday to use towards NIL or whatever else they choose to. Yeah, and look, again, they, they they could still very well go and win the conference and win the conference, maybe even going away if they get hot. You know, like, that. That I mean, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's a pretty good league that they have, but this is also, you know, they're in a new league for them and, like, all these things that are going on. Yeah, there's going to be a little bit of, um, you know, seesaw when it comes to that. You have to believe in your guy and Jeff Trailer, and I think there's no reason not to believe in him. But things are not like if you get as successful as fast as Jeff did, then people are going to come and start going, well, hey, how did you do that? Oh, this 
offensive coordinator is pretty damn smart. Well, let's hire him at Oregon. Right. Okay. Well, that's how coaching He's goes. He's the one that took Austin Novosad away from Baylor. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you 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 have Will Stein gone, and then you know yes he nobody has done better at the you know. Uh, mid-major level of keeping his players in San Antonio than Jeff Trailer, but nobody bats a thousand. And you well, lose. his quarterbacks hurt. Yeah, his quarterbacks hurt. I mean, Jakari Franklin's gone. There's just all these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, anyways, uh, just interesting to see that uh, price tag because sometimes we we get into that like, hey, you paid somebody five hundred thousand dollars from the Southland to come and beat you, or from AAC or wherever, and. Uh, yeah, the Roadrunners getting a nice chunk to go head into Knoxville this weekend. You'd imagine that Tennessee's probably want to take some frustrations out after the ugly Florida showing, but can Joe Milton do that? Like, uh, you know, I, I would imagine that, yeah, the UTSA Roadrunners are going to come in there feisty and, and looking to shock the world, but I uh, don't know if they have quite enough ammunition, but they can certainly buy more with $1.6 million, um, or at least, re, you know, do what they got to do to dress up things for recruiting. Um, so elsewhere, um, normally I don't bring up pro wrestling, but there's actually a reason why here, and uh, that is the fact that WWE is one of those entities that, uh, well, is now under the Endeavor banner. I don't know if you guys saw, but recently the merger became official. Uh, the new uh, umbrella of TKO Sports uh, under uh, Endeavor's massive entertainment and sports umbrella. Well, mom uh, and pop business Endeavor. Yeah, yeah, real mom <laughs> and pop. Um, but, you know, we've obviously talked about them from time to time, and they went and... Uh, you know, purchased the WWE and they had already purchased the UFC years back. And Dana White swears by the way business has gone under Endeavor and now WWE, especially with Vince McMahon getting older. Uh, they've been making record breaking money here as of late and, and that only stands to continue. But now uh, you've got Vince and Dana both together under the uh, TK Sports uh, imprint. And uh, one of the things about WWE and why that matters in sports is not only now is there a connection with Endeavor and the UFC, but because their TV rights are coming up and have come up and they are a different entity than just the NFL or MLB. Now they're not the NFL. They'll never be the NFL, but they're every single week, man. It's not like 16 weeks of the regular season. And then, you know, two months of the, like it is every single week, every single Monday, every single Friday, no matter what, every single time. And so they're, there's lots of content. There's also 40 years of history and the back catalogs. And most recently, they've had their streaming on Peacock and all that. And I bring that up to say uh, that we now know where at least one of their imprints is going to land television-wise. That's WWE SmackDown on Friday nights, which remains to be seen whether or not they'll stay on Fridays. Uh, but they are going back to the USA Network as part of a five-year deal between TKO Group Holdings, which is WWE UFC under Endeavor, and NBC Universal, since USA is under that imprint. USA has aired Raw for years and years and years, almost uninterrupted, except for a, a brief stint there. Um, but uh, this will also mean that uh, the WWE will be uh, showing up on uh, the USA Network and also uh, part of the NBC uh, family of uh, of stations, and so uh, going to be interesting to see on those Friday nights opening up on NBC because apparently they're going to have some specials from time to time airing on Friday nights on NBC proper. And so, as Stuart Mandel pointed out, uh, kind of interesting that uh, you know things opened up uh, on Friday nights for you know a couple of conferences who maybe have added some teams recently that are going to maybe have to play some Friday games to get their product out there over the air. Uh, well, Friday night's now a little bit more cleared up on, on what is, exactly is going to be going on there. So, yeah, WWE SmackDown, five-year deal worth over a billion dollars, a 40% increase from their previous rights, and they'll be making about $287 million Jeez. per year on that deal. So business is booming 
for the WWE, which is going to uh, stay with uh, the USA Network as, a, for, as part of a long-term partnership, but now with uh, WWE SmackDown. And just be interesting to see how it's used and how it conflicts on Friday nights and, and how that all that goes. But the point being, you're going to see more Big 12 teams on Friday nights playing football, for better or worse. And I don't know how much people love that. I know some people in this state don't like the conflict with high school football, uh, but that's going to be something interesting to, to watch them navigate and, and how all that works in the, in the long run. Big 10 as well with, with their abundance of teams. So Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I, uh, I, I, I never knew that they went off USA. It seems I, like... If you would have asked me, <laughs> yeah. hey, where can you find that? Well, w- SmackDown's said, been on Fox for the yeah, longest. That's yeah. right. uh, so Fox is now the one that's opened up as far as their Friday nights go. That's yeah. probably the way I should have positioned it. They're moving over to USA. They were on Fox for the past few years. So now Fox suddenly has Friday nights wide open. That's how I should have so, positioned it. So it, that leaves you with some inventory needed for what was wrestling on Friday nights. And there you have the Big 12. There yeah. you have the Big 10. And probably a lot more Friday night games. Yeah. I'm sorry for clearing that up. So, and they're on Monday still on USA, right? Yeah, yeah. So that well, that's, that's also coming. And up. here's that, that's a good, th- but that's a good thing for USA to be able to promote. You know, two things a week. You know, look, everybody likes a universe, right? There's there's like 11 NCISs on CBS. So the way that you can have those those two things is good. And man, I I do hope that like, and I know Craig, you've been a little distressed with like the storylines and the writing so far. I hope that that changes up for fans of wrestling so that it gets back to the maybe closer to the glory days. I mean, the, the rocks back. Well, dude, so, they're, they're, I mean, business has never been better for yeah. them. Um, I'm not necessarily watching it as much, but I'm also, you know, I've been watching it my entire life and I just have other things going on. But I mean, it's terms of making money and all that. Uh, they're making more money than they've ever made. This is the biggest deal. I think they've ever made television rights wise. They're now a multi-billion dollar company. They're under the endeavor umbrella. Like mm-hmm. everything's going swimmingly for them. I just might not always find it entertaining, yeah. um, but you know, they have certainly streamlined their business and, uh, amplified their their imprint, and so yes, I should have phrased it that way. Fox has Friday nights free now, and so that will come into play. You would imagine with some college football, and that's why that's a story of interest right there. All right. Uh, meanwhile, um, kind of slow on the headlines, but did want to circle back around to the big injury that we saw coming out today in the NFL, and give Paul a little bit more time to talk about Stefan Diggs if you would like, but uh, obviously a massive blow. Uh, various reports have now come out, and I've seen it confirmed now like seven times over that, yes, it is in fact a torn ACL for star cornerback. Jeez. Trayvon Diggs suffered the injury during one-on-ones during practice. Um, he had gone into the team facility on some crutches, and that's why you knew it was probably not good news. Got the MRI, and it did in fact show a tear, so um, they were, you know, top of the NFL in a lot of defensive categories and, and trending that way. And uh, now it is, uh, it is a no-go for the rest of the year for Trayvon Diggs. So um, saw Micah Parsons uh, said, he's my, he, I am my brother's keeper and I got you seven and no more needs to be said. Um, and he had a picture of him wearing a, a Trayvon <clears throat> Diggs shirt before one of the games. But obviously it's a massive story in the NFL because of where the Cowboys kind of are positioned right now. But uh, a, a stunning loss for uh, the Cowboys just as a team heading into uh, this upcoming week. I saw when that first story popped, it was trending immediately. Obviously, Trayvon Diggs, now torn ACL, is trending. And then Jordan Lewis's name started trending. Yeah, he's back. He played 10 snaps last week, and he's going to start on the inside. Um, look, they they traded for the corner. Uh, the, the return the touchdown. No, Igbani, uh, hey. I didn't say that right again, but he returned the the block kick for a touchdown in week one. So he that actually depth move actually works out well for them uh, in advance. Um, Deron Bland's going to move to the outside, so we'll see how that goes. So wait a minute. So Jordan Lewis came back just last week, and this week 
See, that's how you win championships. The timing, you don't win them by losing Trayvon Diggs. That's no, gonna it's going to make it hard. But, but if Lewis was out another couple of weeks, and then you really do have to kind well, now, of – Now, look, it's on incumbent on Micah Parsons to get more sacks so instead of having to wait for interceptions. He could just, just play corner. Yeah, probably. probably. probably pretty He's a well. monster. But, yeah, it's, this, is, this is bad. Trayvon Diggs is just a fun player to watch. Everybody yep. loves his kid, Aiden. Yep. You know, he's funny. You know, there's just – he is – in the modern era of players, he hits that sweet spot between, you know, the trash talk and being lovable. Uh, he's only given, like, in the last three years, nobody's given up a less completion, lower completion percentage than Trayvon Dix. Lowest completion percentage in the league. So it is a loss. No matter how, like, you strike it with the depth, the Cowboys and Dan Quinn are going to have to adjust. And they now, will. They will, but... You have lost a – this is not just a good cornerback. Like, when they had Byron Jones, that was a really good cornerback. He had a really good year. People didn't complete a lot of passes over there. This is a guy who can make back-breaking, game-changing plays that they do not have. All right, a couple more notes here, and we'll close it on out. Um, Bryce Young was uh, very rocky in the home opener uh, earlier this week, losing to the Saints. Uh, just It was an ugly showing in general for Carolina and their offense, but uh, he is now out this Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks. He got an ankle injury, and so Bryce Young uh, not starting this week or not playing this week, and it will be Andy Dalton uh, replacing Bryce Young as he just continues to be the uh, the Iron Man of backup quarterbacks or one of the, the Iron Man of backup quarterbacks. It seems like he's just been playing forever and ever. But, uh, yeah, Bryce Young, a no-go for this week. So Andy Dalton will get the start for Carolina, and um, that will be against the Seattle Seahawks, mind you. Uh, elsewhere, a couple of games uh, to watch tonight uh, in the NFL. Uh, you've got the Giants at the 49ers. Oh, yay, more Giants on national television. <laughs> Um, they but blew yeah. a 21. No, they were down 21 yeah. to three or 18 to nothing or whatever and came back somehow and won. Yeah, whatever. Against um, the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Giants <laughs> at 49ers. I still got the bad taste from the Cowboys game in my mouth. Granted, that might be the Cowboys are just great, but that was that was ugly. But anyways, Giants at 49ers in San Francisco, excuse me, Santa Clara uh, later on tonight will be your Thursday night football action. And then college football-wise, got a fun one out of the fun belt or the sun belt as it'll be Georgia State, who's 3-0 and uh, at Coastal Carolina, who is 2-1 and on the year. That'll kick off at 6.30 on ESPN. Coastal's only loss was the opener. Um, a two-touchdown loss on the road to UCLA. Uh, they won their, their following two games. So, yeah, 3-0 and versus 2-1 and and a little sun belt action between uh, Coastal and um, and Georgia State. So that ought to be fun. And again, 6.30 on ESPN. So you've got college and pros and back on Thursday nights every week. And uh, I absolutely love that. I don't know about you guys, but there's a few things off the radar. I, I'm going to throw right. this in for you, Smokey. What? Big news at the Rangers game tonight. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, Big news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, I please, be, can I please be the one to tell him that? Yes, I did have John this. singing at halftime. No, it, it, no, second best thing that could happen at a Rangers game for you. Yeah, no. Um, oh, gosh. Now I need to find it, Paul. Juan Gonzalez. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Paul. Well, it's the only thing that matters. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, no, I um John Blake uh tweeted this out. Two-time MVP Juan Gonzalez will be getting his Hall of Fame jacket tonight. That's awesome. It's been 8 years in the making. He was mad at the team for yeah. whatever reason. He was kind of a surly dude anyway. He was well, mad that he took so many roids and basically got <laughs> ran out of baseball. He was yeah. he was it, you either you, you, Rodriguez first took 99% of the love. 
during mm -hmm. that time mm -hmm. when Gonzalez kind of went south at the end, and it, it was it was not good. Well, Roy's ruined his reputation because yeah. he was such a he, before that he's an MVP. God, like he was a great player, but swing. it just at some point became cartoonishly large, and it's just like yeah, he's obvious. And those Rangers teams, like let's face it, Canseco and Pudge, and I love Pudge, Paul but Mero. we know what's like. Let's be yeah. let's be real about. It. Let's be adults about this. They were like the most roided up team in baseball in the late nineties, mm -hmm. um, and Juan. I mean, he just kept ballooning, but they've had a really rocky relationship, and that's been kind of an unhealed wound, I think, in the organization. And I think it's good that they're, you know, putting a little, uh, putting a little ointment on there and, and patching that back up. I think it's long overdue, and I think that's great for Juan and for the uh, organization. That's tomorrow night. That's tonight. Tonight, the first I, pitch. I thought they. I thought they played Seattle tomorrow night. Is it against Boston? Or yeah, um, I thought they were off tonight. I could, uh, they Friday are. night. Friday night. Okay, okay, sorry. Yeah. Jennifer and Daniel are going to that game. They're what? going to that game. Looks and they are. Huh? And they are for people who don't oh, know. Oh, that's Craig's sister. Jennifer's the daughter, our daughter. And that they're getting married in April. And Daniel's her. Is that a fiance or is yes. that a girl thing? That's Come on, fiance, now, yes. Come on. That's a fiance. Everything. Well, they're they're both both fiance. Fiance. they have fiance. Okay, but they're, yeah, they're going to the game. Uh, they're coming to watch Baylor in Texas on Saturday, so they're going to go to that game. I'm going to have to get them to get some kind of a keepsake of whatever they give out if they do. Juan Gonzalez, my favorite Rangers player of all time. He was fantastic, as you said, Craig, and then he started getting roided up like everybody on the team did, and uh, and and he didn't communicate very well. He never really learned the English language as well as some people thought because Pudge went out of his way to learn it. And then, I mean, Juan Gonzalez, two-time MVP, carried those teams along with Pudge and a couple of others in the late 90s. They're both that from the, finally started to win. Pudge and Juan are for the same uh, town in Puerto Rico, yeah, Vega, Vega Baja, Puerto Rico. And, um, yeah, he, I remember when I was a kid, it was probably 93 or so. Um, God, my, kid. my dad and I went to Port Charlotte, and it, you would just tell the difference between guys in that, you know, like Will Clark had a truck. You know, Nolan Ryan had a truck. And then you had, like, Julio Franco was still on the team or Ruben Sierra. And they had Lambert. Like, it was this, the Lamborghini row. Like, Lambo, oh, yeah. Lambo, Lambo, Lambo. Juan's, Juan had a yellow Lambo that he he was driving. I remember thinking, like, oh, that's how you make it right there. But he he was the only player that didn't say anything to anybody. And yeah. it was because he, he was – he was going to speak Spanish. I think so, he was think shy, he, and yeah, I think he realized I think that. he was yeah. shy, and I think he also probably just, hey, if I don't speak English, then I don't have to answer all these dadgum questions and deal with the <laughs> yeah. media. And yeah. I think it's probably part of that as well. But Vega Baja, uh, they are definitely two of the most famous residents. The other would be Bad Bunny. Yeah. Uh, is also from oh. Vega Baja, probably the biggest music star in the world, or one of them mm. right now in the world. So, yeah, a tiny town that's uh, – Produce some. I'd say he's the biggest male music star in the world. Yeah, that's yeah. He's not bigger than Taylor Swift, probably or Beyonce, or like Beyonce he, yeah. or something. Yeah. So yeah. Kelsey's now dating Taylor Swift. Is no, that he's trying to. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> so good. Is Paul. And no, hey, look, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Married man. Good. Good. Good luck to you, Trav. I'll never forget Juan Gonzalez. For some reason, I don't know why, but I used to get an interview with him. It wasn't easy. It didn't always sound great because he tried, but he would give me some time. All the way through until the fact he was traded to Detroit. All right, Greg, thank you so much for Off the Radar. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.